Welcome back to Barely Serious. This is episode 18. I'm here with super funny Anthony Davis. Yay. Not the basketball player. Nope. <laughs> Not trying to be. Trying to be something better. Comedian. Fuck, that just sounds depressing when you say it out loud. Who are the... Oh, okay. I thought those people were coming after us. But it was just that guy that told us where the cafeteria was. This, this episode's been brought to you by Western Digital, whose security is so bad, we walked into their cafeteria, past their specs department, past their, you know, R&D department, and just walked into their cafeteria and sat down. So, Western Digital, thanks a lot for being such, so shitty at security. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, we're in Irvine, because tonight, Anthony's hosting Comedy Juice at the Irvine Improv. Woo-woo. Nobody's going to hear this in time, so, like, you could go next month, I guess, if you want. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, on May 5th, my other homie, Steve Lardner, is going to be hosting. So, yeah, so DM Steve Lardner. You know where to find him if you've ever listened before. Anyway, yeah, we're at Western Digital in Irvine because Anthony hit me up. He's like, oh, like I just got back from this movie shoot. Like, are we to record the podcast? And I was literally at home jerking off. And me I was, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, like, home. huh? Wife wasn't home, so I was just like, might as well get one jerk in before I go on stage. Really? No. At least probably like two or three. I tried, but no, I had to fold clothes. <laughs> God, that's so depressing. Every, I feel like everything you're going to say from now is just like, just how you started is just depressing. It is fucking depressing. Once you get married, you got to fold clothes and wash clothes and walk the dog and shit. Uh, fucking love you, honey. <laughs> I, um, so he's like, oh, like, let's do it in Irvine. It's like, okay, like, sounds good. Like, I got you. And... I picked where I don't even know where we are. It's some like we're Park Place Retail. You whatever. knew where I was going tonight. You even knew that I was going to the Irvine Improv. You knew it. I said near the Irvine Improv. I literally said near the Irvine Improv. No, and, check, and I, check. You just said Irvine, and I was like, oh, like this Starbucks in Irvine sounds good, but like there was too many people, so now we're at. We walked to Western Digital. I asked some guy if there was a table nearby. Yeah, do you want? Gar- I live in Garden Grove. Meet up in Irvine Improv. You did. You did not say improv. I didn't. No. <laughs> but fuck you. That's why. I should. I should have known. My bad. It's okay. Thanks for coming anyway. Fucking. And fuck. paying for parking too. Yeah. Like a bitch. Yeah. We should ask Western Digital to validate your parking. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, we broke into your shit. Can you validate our parking? <laughs> I love your hard drives. We are. Um... So who's on the lineup tonight at, at Comedy Juice? Me. Officially now. Kayvon, who's also really funny. Once you go Persian. And Jason Collins. And, uh... Okay, let me let me spit a story real quick about Jason Collins. He was on my show last week, Two Joke Minimum, at the Amazing Comedy Theater. Uh, the same lineup is Evan Cassidy, um, Joel, Joel Berg, and um, William Montgomery. Do you know, do you know William Montgomery? Mm-hmm. So these right now he's the Kill Tony regular for those of you who don't know, and he's all he's kind of weird, and so he shows up to the Amazing Comedy Theater and before the show he walks in with a forty and so like for there's no food or drinks allowed inside the Amazing Comedy Theater at all so he walks in with a forty the owner Dan he's like hey you gotta throw that out and he's like oh cool like it's just for jokes it's just for jokes and then he sneaks it into the theater and walks with it onto the stage. Uh, and the owner got pissed. He pulls me out and he tells us, like, what the fuck, like, all this stuff. And he ends up kicking William out. 
and it was like this big scene and this whole time he's like yelling at William in the lobby I'm just standing there like right next to Jason who I don't know like I've, I've met him for the first time just there and he's just kind of sitting there with like his wife or his girlfriend or something and he's just like he was like super awkward as he was just chewing this guy out and so yeah super cool guy Jason comedy's Collins. fun you know no no other place can that ever happen no other job can you ever just be working a late night shift and your boss is like don't bring your your boss for the night is like don't bring alcohol and he's like oh no problem bro it's just it's just a prop for when i work <laughs> at my desk and he just starts pounding it in front of like a presentation like this is how you drink powerpoint <laughs> he just start pounding the shit out of that and then, yeah he's gonna get yelled at i mean this is this is, i mean i don't i don't drink so it's not a problem for me but i do treat this like a job if some whoever's booking the show tells me not to do something i'm not gonna do it because it's gonna prevent me from ever working with them again, and I cannot drink. I've, I've never drank, but I, I'm pretty sure I can't go on stage and perform drunk. No, I'm, wait, you've, that's breaking news, dude. You've never drank before? No. You ever smoked? I smoke weed all day, every day. Oh damn! Fuck yeah! Smoke weed every day. <laughs> why? Why no? Why no alcohol? Just never got around to it. I was a never. nerd. I was a nerd in high school. I drank. I instead of drinking, I played Dungeons and Dragons. That's not surprising. Fuck you. <laughs> I was pretty good at it, too. I was really good at it. How do you get good at that? Isn't it just a card game? Have you never played Dozen Dragons? I've never seen it. a fucking card game? God. Well, you just lost all 15 of your, your listeners. That I feel like, like more played. people just tuned in right now. Just to Dun- just- It's... It's so it's a game where you just you sit at a table with other people. You have a dungeon master, and then they give they write write out a story like, and then you play the story out with your friends. And every action is done with a dice roll. If if I want to attack somebody, I got to roll a d20 for a hit. And if they hit them, then I roll for damage. And if I want to fuck somebody, I have to roll for fucking. Is that a thing? Yeah, I f- yeah. I remember the f- you could fuck. Yeah, the f- like you can do anything. I remember the first time I played. It was at a, is that like a little thing. A little hey hey get you into Dungeons and Dragons and the guy one of the guys was like I'm gonna skull fuck this mountain of skulls and I was like what the fuck <laughs> and then he did it he skull fucked he like it took 20 minutes out of our game but he skull fucked every skull in that mountain of skulls okay hold up hold and up. it was what fucking do you, what do you mean it's like it's a game like what do you what do you mean he, for, it took 20 minutes so you just sat there and watched some guy like he rolled it he rolled there was like 30 skulls and he skull fucked every one of them he set one down he's like okay I'm gonna skull fuck the next one. And then the next one, and then he went through all his thirty skulls. He Is just, this just in your imagination? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not, we don't really see a guy's skull fucking shit. <laughs> there's like you can buy little figurines and have like a board and set up, and then you take the spaces and shit. It's fun. How did that take twenty minutes? Why wouldn't he just be like, er, I'm done? Like it happened. Like believe me. He was an orc, so he had a lot of stamina. He had an orc. He was an orc, so he, it was his race. I was a dwarf, and uh, I could see that too. He skull fucked a lot that day. It was a really good day. Yeah, I, do, I used to play that all the time instead of getting laid. That's that's pretty. That's that's the trade-off right there. Yeah, but I had friends and I didn't drink. I'm not a burnout now, so fuck yeah, fuck yeah. I guess, I guess. Man, so you so you are married, huh? How long have you been married? I know the answer because I stalked your Facebook, but three years now, almost three, almost three years. And how long were you guys together before you got married? Three years. So six years total. Sure. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we got together in 2013. Did yeah. You, did you really, did you really buy her? No, what it buy her? Come on. Damn it, dude! I was so hoping that was true. No, I met her on Match.com. I bought her in the sense that I bought a membership, and I only met her on the Match.com. So technically, 
I bought her. So yeah. But yeah, the joke's still fucking fun. Not everything I say on stage is true. I talk about fucking my sister the, for a while. The one joke I wanted to be true. Like I bought damn. my wife. Yeah. I have more game than that. I don't have to go on fucking, you know, pickupladies.com, search Filipino ladies and buy some online. Because that would have been so funny. I mean, she like, speaks perfect English, better English than I do. So she's born and raised in Baltimore. Uh, that doesn't help. Remember the Baltimore riots, dude? What does that have to do with her being from America? That, I'm not saying she's not from America. You just said she speaks better English and she's smart. So her being from Baltimore is just like, eh. Like maybe you said like MIT. There goes all your eight people that listen to this show. <laughs> hey, They're from Baltimore. Hey. You have anybody that... How many people do you usually have listening to this? The past couple episodes have gotten over 100. Oh, shit. So if anything, now only 90 people are listening. Well, that's your demographic right there. No, she has a fucking master's degree in nursing informatics. What does she do, though? She teaches people how to use nursing computers. She teaches nurses. She teaches nurses and doctors how to use shit. Yeah, she's smart. All right, I didn't mean to insult her. Well, you're just like, what, did you speak English? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's from Baltimore. She can't speak that good. Can't be that fucking smart. (laughs) Just be a fucking asshole. (laughs) You're from North Carolina, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Born and raised. You need to, your accent's like going away. You need to kick it up some more. No, Do I hate the accent. Fuck you. <laughs> I hide my accent for a reason, so people can understand me when I talk. I don't hide it on on stage because I like to talk the way I normally talk on stage, and it's funnier. It gets people's attention for sure. Yeah, because it's easier to talk about being from the south when you actually sound like you're from the south. That and that's actually how I talk. But, you know. Well, I work, I fix computers in hospitals, so they don't want to hear if somebody that sounds like somebody from Deliverance fix their computers. Like, <laughs> yeah, your mouse wasn't on, so yeah, I'm going to fix it now. <laughs> computer wasn't on, if you turn on the, you know, do a control, alt, delete, do a hard reboot, that'll probably fix the problem. No one, no one wants to fucking hear that. <laughs> so I, just, I hide my accent when I'm at work and when I'm talking to people a lot. I'm disappointed. Well, f- fuck you. That's how I get paid. <laughs> Uh, officially interjecting on July 16th, 2019, at 11 p.m. in the belly room of the Comedy Store. 10 p.m. 10 p.m. at the belly room of the Comedy Store. Don't show there 11, you'll be disqualified. Uh, Anthony and I are going to be roast battling each other. And uh, so for anybody that's listening, <laughs> and or it's, it's called a roast battle, but it's, it's pretty much just going to be Anthony's just skull-fucking me the whole time and in front of Jeff Ross. Probably. So. I think in three months I, I could get a couple. Anything you say on this podcast will be used against you, or may may possibly be used against you. Cool. So far, you've given me nothing. So keep there, talk I know. some more. Like <laughs> also, I have I have additional three months to write against you, and I'm a very good writer. Yeah, yeah. You um, but you're also battling someone else before then, so mm-hmm. it's not like a hundred percent. And then one more after you in the next month. Who? Uh, I'm trying to get a few. I'm gonna try to get either. Uh, Zara Ali, who was really fucking funny. I really want to roast her because she helped. She helped me get ready for a roast because she's done it before and I'd never done it. And I was all jittery, and she's like helping me. So I really want to roast her or another girl, another woman. Who why do you Why do you always want to roast chicks? Because they're fucking hilarious. I would love. I love roasting people that are fucking hilarious. Then I gotta wait because I'm roasting you. That's like the buffer in between people that are actually funny. So, you know. <laughs> There you go. Roasted. Bitch. You got nothing on me. 
I'm gonna skull fuck the shit out of you on 13th. 16th? 16th, 16th. God, I'm so tired. I've been on, I've been on set. The fucking, everyone speaks Russian. I don't speak any fucking Russian. You only had to use three lines. Yeah, but I didn't need to know when they say cut. I don't know what cut is in Russian. I just was looking around like, can I stop fucking moving now? Or like, is the scene over? I just had to wait for people to start clapping when the fucking scene was over. And like, they're like, they're like walk around the table and give them the, Kafelta fish. I was a Jewish waiter. I even had to wear a yarmulke. Did you really? Yeah, it was fucking weird. And I've never. I thought that I can't wear a yarmulke unless I'm Jewish. I felt like I was like b- blaspheming God. Like someone in Russia is gonna watch the movie and be like, "That guy's not fucking Jewish." Are you? Oh. Are you religious? No, not really. All right, cool. Then this next question might might we might be able to back and forth on this. Do you think? Do you think God's homeless? I mean, every everywhere all at the same time. That kind of sounds a little homeless to me. You know. God has, God can travel. What he's he not be? staying in no Motel Six. I he's think an that influencer. He can. Be, he doesn't live anywhere. He's, he's probably an influencer. They can live wherever he fucking wants at any time. No, I think he's homeless, dude. Why would he be homeless? I just think that you know maybe like he'd be the one to make homelessness cool. You know, like there's homeless people. He'd be like a cool one. You know. Just because the more homeless you are, the more you look like God doesn't make you <laughs> doesn't mean he's homeless. <laughs> he created everything. I, I think. I guess. I don't know what the fuck he did, but he. Whatever he did, he didn't. He didn't think. You know what? I'm gonna be that thing that everybody hates. <laughs> I've never. I. The more homeless you are, the more you look like you were about to give me a quest. Like every a time quest. I see, yeah, every time I see like a super homeless person, like I saw a dude with a lanyard and like a stick, I was like, I need to stop, honey. And she's like, Why? I'm like, I think I need to find a quest from that guy, or he's got some. He's got some stuff he wants to sell me for my, for this adventure I'm about to go on. <laughs> He looked like if Gandalf just stopped, stopped, just stopped moving and kept eating. Like if he was, like if, like if Dumbledore just ate. Dumbledore. Like Dumbledore just summoned cheeseburgers for the rest of his life and just kept eating them. He, that would he looked like that guy. Uh, it was, it was fucking, it was fucking awesome. Oh my god. That was, that, that's not where I wanted to go, but that's, that was fun. God's not homeless. God, <laughs> God can't be homeless. He can't be homeless if he doesn't. He fucking created everything. He's he's everywhere all the time. So he's obviously if he's everywhere all the time, he's in a home. No, because this isn't a home. It's it's just outside. Everywhere could be outside. his home. Maybe he's got a big ass body. He can be anywhere. This is his home. Maybe this is like where he just drops off his shit. Maybe, Maybe this is a vacation home. What if he has another planet? Probably. I don't know what he does with his life. He's God. Like, yo, that'd be like Kevin Hart. Tell me. That'd be like Kevin Hart making just one Netflix special. Like, you got the power. Like, why wouldn't you make more? You know. I feel like he has other planets out there like we're just a side chick maybe he's making more but this is like his greatest hits or not maybe this is like his side b his like greatest there's, hits. there's another one that's even better he never wants us to meet like we're his side chick yeah and then he's got like his main his main chick which honestly i could never do i have no time for that i don't have the energy to have a side chick you're that and you're fucking ugly i could pull down some v- I, I got my wife <laughs> she's not with me because i'm rich She's the one that makes money. I don't make any fucking money. Okay, well that's just that's just prime, all right? But I don't, I don't. Okay, let's just try to go get side chicks. I'm e- I can easily get a side chick. I just I'm funny. Really? Let's have a competition right now so you can get more numbers. Oh yeah, from all the people that are around us right now. Okay, the next, get that jan- guy? the next janitor that walks by. Next janitor that walks by. She's at work right now. Also, even I'm, harder to get her number, dude. Shit. I'm happily married too, by the way. You can get side chicks. I can get main chicks. 
And I'm just going to chicks. Yeah, it'll be my wife. There we go. I won. <laughs> Boom. How did you see so you? What was your first date like? Where'd you guys go? It was the first date. Like, Korean barbecue. Really? Mm-hmm. I've never been. She said, let's go. And she was late. She was 45 minutes late for our first date. What were you thinking when you were Where waiting? the fuck is she? And then she texted me that she's late. She's running late because of traffic. But it was kind of like a blind date. So for like the first 30 minutes, I was introducing myself to every single Asian woman <laughs> that came through the door. Just like, hi, my name is Anthony. And they're like, I'm not Jasmine. Like, what? Fuck. Did you wait, wait, were there any pictures of her on the website? Yeah, but they were blurry. They weren't that good. Did you jerk off to one? Why would I jerk off to one? What the fuck? What the fuck kind of creep ass person are you trying to make me seem like? Oh, I didn't jerk no, off. I didn't jerk. I can't see her face. Why would I be like, ah, mystery lady? <laughs> You're so pretty. You don't jerk off to Tinder, dude? I never. I haven't been on Tinder. Oh, okay, dude. It, it, I met my wife before I got a smartphone. Damn. Yeah, I'm a degenerate like you are. <laughs> hey, dude. Hey, if you ever see, you know, if you ever see him on Tinder, he's jerking off to you. Watch out, fellas. Hey, I I use Tinder. I've said this before on my podcast. I use Tinder for Instagram followers. I'll match with like every chick, and then I'll wait a month, and I'll hit her up like, oh, I just saw this. Like, it's easier if you hit me on Instagram, and then they all follow me. And I'm just like, actually, oh, I gotta tell you this. Uh, at the show that I was just talking about. Or it was actually a different show. It was at the Amazing Comedy Theater, someone else's show that I was on. And some chick that I had done that to followed me, saw where I was going to be, and showed up to the show. And uh, I was like, oh, like, hey, like, how's it going? And she's like, oh, like, let's eat after this and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, like, sounds good and stuff. And after my set, I just bounced. Why didn't you go on a date with her? She was, ah, see, you're kind of, she was fat. What the fuck? Jesus Christ. This is why you don't have a fucking main person. I don't want a main person. I just want a bunch of side chicks that weigh 85 pounds. That's that's gross. <laughs> you need someone that knows how to eat. I am with someone that eats. That eats more than I do. That gets high, like I do, and then stays in and eats Popeye's chicken. See, that's yeah. true love. I'm not trying to find that right now. Find someone that does that and then don't stay with them. <laughs> what? There you go. And then Fix don't it. stay. find true love and then ghost them? Yeah, there you go. Fixed it. No, don't do that. That's fucked up. Why don't you want to find someone to be with for the rest of your life? I'm 22. I've met my wife at 24. How old are you now? So you're 30? Yeah. Yeah, see, but that's like now you're going to have like a kid and it's going to give you material and no, all that in, stuff. In and six years we'll have kids. Six years? Yeah, we're going to wait. Your balls are going to be spitting ghosts themselves, dude. As a man, you can have you can produce children until you're 95. You can continually produce sperm. You're not. Woman you're hits, not living to 95. When a woman when a woman hits 36, the rate of uh, complications during pregnancy goes from doubles. It goes from 0.5 percent to 1 percent chance of. So you can have kids well after being 30 or 7 or 38. Well, how old is your wife? 30. Oh, you're the same age. Yeah. So like, if you're gonna wait six years, 36, and then they. So you're just what you want her to like die during childbirth or something? No, there's no chance for her to die. There, it goes from child complication from 0.05% to 0.1% chance. So like one out of every hundred babies has Down syndrome. No, I'm just okay. Number one, that math is off. It's one every, It's that by <laughs> well, that 1%, logic. One percent. One out of a hundred. No, 0.1%. Oh damn! All right. So it's right. It, there's there's the chance of it. The percentage of it resets after each per- baby. You realize that, right? Like, 
what do you mean? It doesn't reset. That's what a percentage is. The odds. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't just reset after one normal ass baby. Reset. Reset a stone. Reset a Reset a stone. My God, just you know, you're gonna be so much happier when you find somebody. And I, I, the reason why we're waiting too is to be one financially stable, so we can pay off all our bills. Two, if I'm not doing this professionally by the time that she's, we're ready to have kids, I stop doing comedy. No. Yeah, I made that promise to her. No way. Yeah. Well, aren't you about to be on Netflix and shit? Yeah. So. <laughs> well, now uh, that that popped up, can you? What is that about? Uh, Plug it. They're still, still editing it, and then we're gonna give it to Netflix. It's called the White Trash Comedy Tour. We recorded it back in September, and we're still waiting for them to get done fucking editing it. But when they are, then we'll... How many, how many angles? Three. Three or four. All 4K. Oh, shit. That's in dope. theater. So, yeah, it took a lot of... I mean, fuck with that. I, I got people off of Craigslist to come to our show. It was a, We were getting people to come in, paying, and then we got some people to fill seats. And we got I got like 45 people off of Craigslist just to come, just by putting... Come be part of the audience. Free food, free show. You just said they paid, but it was a free show. Yeah, a lot of people paid, but then when we needed people to fill the seats the day of, we were like, free show. Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was it at? Riverside Box Theater. How how much does that hold? Um, three hundred people. How many people showed up? About two fifty each show. Oh, that, oh, how many shows? Two shows. Mm-hmm. That's dope as hell. How long is your set on the the Netflix part? Fifteen, fifteen to twenty. 15 220 mm-hmm. yeah because i saw um for i think camera pelosa is recording something for amazon and his set that he's doing is like 20 minutes but they're using his best 10 or some shit like that yeah it's uh, so there's like there's four there's four people on our show there's brandon Vicado, jeremy pace beche and liam brunley so he was the headliner and then we had brandon host it and then we had jeremy he was a get he was a guest and I was a feature so it was kind of it was a tour of people it was like right. the red like the redneck Tommy tour but not everybody was fake it's um so you, so you have a joke about Anthony Davis the when you google Anthony Davis the basketball player pops up yeah my opener yeah you, when you google Anthony Davis the comedian basketball player comes back up <laughs> and it was the funniest fucking thing is today for the show that oh I gotta plug another show on on April 9th come out Anthony Davis is on my show again two joke minimum amazing comedy theater tickets are 10 bucks it's gonna say 15 on the website I've seen all your texts use promo code high five fucking make it 10 bucks um, <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, see me on my show. Well, finally, because I've been I've been hitting you up for like a while to be on my show. Um, finally, made it work. I know it's I like I like I love doing everyone's shows. Just I have do a lot of other shows too. I know, I know. It's I'm glad we were able there's, to work. There's it out. also I I literally my wife me and my wife share a schedule where if there are days in the calendar that are red, I can't book a show that day. Really? Because that's the day. That's the like one day. Night? Yep, date night or one day we go out and do something. Like last Sunday, we on the. On uh, St. Patrick's Day, we went to the poppy fields and the flower fields in San Diego. You drove all the way there to look at flowers? When you get married, when you find a girl, and that's all she wants to do, you'll be like, fuck yeah, we'll drive there. It was like $15 in gas both ways. Fuck yeah. $10 for both of us. We spent $45 all together. Yeah. And it only cost us the morning. Then we went home and watched Game of Thrones. Yeah. Fuck yeah. It was awesome. It's flowers. Yeah, it's flowers, but it's also fucking easy to watch. 
<laughs> oh, look at that. It's a fucking flower. Sweet. Awesome. I t for our anniversary, I took her to see Aladdin on Broadway. That cost me $375. We had to drive to L.A. had to get parking. But she wanted to do it, so I did it. We saw a live-action fucking Broadway performance of Aladdin. And I was so fucking bored. Really? <laughs> Until it got to the genie part, which was way over. It was fucking amazing. And it was it was it was great, great, but it was like three hundred seventy five dollars. So yeah, I'll f gladly go to a fucking flower field my on a Sunday. My first girlfriend. You know what we did for our one year anniversary? You guys had sex, and then you called her fat. <laughs> I'm guessing. I'm guessing. No, I broke up with her. Jesus Christ! <laughs> God, you're just the worst person. <laughs> no, we okay. We both showed up without gifts, and we were both like, "Yo, this isn't gonna work." It was mutual, but like I said it first. Oh, you talk a big game now. Come over here, God. I, got, I told her first, man. So I'm the real G. <laughs> the fuck? Fuck you. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? When you when you how old are you now? 22. Yeah, when you turn 23 or 24, you're gonna be like, God, it sucks being lonely all the time, jerking off to my own podcast, and everybody's <laughs> listening to me, getting these Instagram hoes to come out to my shows and then ghosting them. She's probably gonna, she's probably upset, and when she listens to this, she's gonna be like, Oh, he thought I was fat, and then she's gonna be sad. Are you gonna be, uh, you're happy about that? Okay, if she's still listening, you weren't like that fat. Wow, good cover. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs> no, I mean, saving, okay. Saving face. Okay, I don't apologize for things, but I will say that I'm sorry that... She could have been like I the nicest say, person in the world. I'm, I'm going to say that I'm sorry to you that I didn't say it to your face. There. Oh my god, how did you make it worse? How did you make it more uncomfortable? How did you make something that was super uncomfortable more uncomfortable by explaining yourself? I thought it was going to be funny. That's like literally like saying, no, I didn't mean to stab your dad in the face, but like if you listen to it, I wanted to stab him in the balls first, but then I missed and I stabbed him in the face. Like, like that's the worst possible fucking thing to say. To, like, she, like, you know you can lose weight, right? People can lose weight, but you can't that's gain not, personality. It was more of like, a, oh, shit, like, I didn't expect her to show up. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, and I also had, like, a girl that I was talking to at the time that I just ghosted yesterday. Um, <laughs> if I could describe your face right now. You're a piece of shit. That's, <laughs> like, remember Red, like, you don't remember it because you weren't alive back then, but that 70s show. Of course, I've seen every episode. Oh. Well, when Red looked at the way he looked at his son, Eric, every day, is how I'm looking at you right now. Thanks, Dad. Kill yourself. <laughs> How's that? That would be a great dad. Can't wait. I'm going to be a great dad. I'm going to go on the road 90, like 90% of the fucking year. Never see my kid. Just come home. Oh, cool, you're an adult now. You want to come to my show? You want to come to my show now? 80% off. <laughs> I feel like you could be a you'd be a good dad. I'm gonna be a great dad. You that's look why, like a dad. That's why I will never. I won't unless I'm doing it full time. I won't go out and do comedy unless I'm doing it full time. It, it also when you have a goal and you have a end date, it pushes you to do shit. Since I've made that goal, I've been in, done two things. Two I've gotten two TV credits, like the movie I just did and BuzzFeed. I've been doing constantly big shows like Bray Improv a few months ago. Irvine Improv. I'm gonna. And now I'm doing open mics at the Irvine Improv. I mean, like the, the Hollywood Improv Comedy Store. I'm going to all these big things because I have an end date. If I don't do those things, then it's my my ass not showing how committed I am to it. Damn, I feel that. I feel that. I hope I hope I hope you make it. 
for real though but like i think it'd be kind of funny if like you didn't and like you just like in 10 years you're like or like in in 15 years you're like showing your kid this episode and you're like look at what you fucking did you fucker yeah and then i'll be like remember that kid that guy that just got gunned down for saying some stupid shit at the mall <laughs> that was, i was on his podcast yeah he was being some stupid ass fucker and he just said that he slapped some girl's ass with a fat ass and he's like what's up fat ass and his, his her boyfriend shot him in the face oh, was, <laughs> he was great fuck that guy right oh uh, what do i remember who he is fuck him fuck him what, like you gotta at one point you're gonna you're gonna wake up one day you're gonna be upset that you're alone and you're gonna want to find somebody. Um, see, I, for my whole life I've always been satisfied. Like in my head, I'll be like, dude, you know what? Like if I could just live alone, like a golden retriever, I'm set. I lived alone for five years. It fucking rocked. Right? It did. But at some point you're gonna stop. You're gonna f- want to find some other person that lives the same lifestyle as you. That, so you can come home and do the same th- shit you did when you were single, but with another person. See, my wife lays next to me on bed while I play video games. I've just been playing, I've been fucking rolling through Rage right now. She's laying on bed. She's going through her fucking Amazon. She, we're th- she's showing me funny videos. I'm showing her fun shit. That's Amazon? Happened. Yeah. Or she'll have to go through like Facebook. She'll go like, she'll find like a fucking cute or fun video on Facebook. I'm like, that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like, you know, that's laying in bed when you're both stoned out of your mind watching like Santa Clarita diet together is the best fucking feeling in the world doing it alone laughing by yourself while you watch something on Netflix is the saddest fucking thing if you're just sitting by yourself <laughs> right oh there's no one there <laughs> it's popcorn's growth I guess I guess I can see I can see that but at the same time it's like do you guys fight of course we fight everybody fights every it's, fucking it's annoying it's a relationship it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be a hundred percent great all the time. You gotta fight for something that you want. What's your biggest? What was your biggest fight that you're allowed to talk about? The biggest fight was about finances because we don't like. Uh, sometimes her finances are a bit fucked up. When we first when we first got together, she makes it significantly more than I do. I, I sometimes I can't keep up. But then, I I fuck I stopped being stubborn about it. I showed her all my finances, and then we got good. We got working together. So. In the end, it worked for out for me, and it worked out for her. Okay, uh, what's your biggest fight that's like not sad? That's like, not. I mean, not, yeah, sad. not sad. That wasn't sad. That's fucking. That's fucking. No, I mean, not real. I mean, like that was real. You know, like that'll happen to everybody. Like, I mean, like something is just like, oh, like that was stupid. Haha. <laughs> like a fight like that, where you're just like, oh, like did we really just fight about that? Uh, it's been a while. I don't know. Uh, Isn't that just great? Yeah, because we laugh at the fucking stupid shit. <laughs> you fucking have stupid fucking fights all the time. You're not gonna lose. You're not gonna fucking break up over stupid shit. Are you? Uh, is that what you're worried about? You're gonna find somebody. You're gonna you're gonna fight about something stupid. You're gonna be like, well, I don't want to be in this relationship anymore. Then you're gonna leave her before you can get hurt, right? No. Are you, what are you? Yeah. Aren't you a therapist? Aren't you licensed? I thought I read that somewhere. Licensed guidance counselor, yeah. Yeah, that's right. See, I'm a school I, I teacher, saw that so I can turn. do guidance. Yeah. I saw that turn on me right there. I, I blocked it right there. That's, what, that's what was... Psychoanalyzing me. Get the hell out that of here. That was fucking awesome. St- when I rose at Isabella, she, we sat down and we I literally just talked to her for like an, two hours getting a burger. And it was supposed to be getting roast material, but at the end of it, I was like, yeah, so why do you think you're like that? She's like, oh, you're right. I'm like, Fuck. <laughs> I just psych- I just gave you guy. I've made you a better person. I'm gonna have to rip you apart, but I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, you know, I shouldn't make you feel better before I'm supposed to tear you apart. And we even we even we're still talking right now about how 
about how to about her life and how to make it better. And I'll make you feel better, you sick sack of shit. Am I just a project now, or no? I'm not worth the time. I, I don't have that much time. <laughs> no, that's does, does it ever like turn? Like you ever just talk to someone and you just find yourself you're like fuck? Now I'm like helping this person and you can't like back out. No, I love helping people. I've always loved helping people. Can I get five bucks? I'll be fucking cash on me. I'm, I'm have less money than you do. I do uh, comedy for for almost a living. Fuck that shit. Wait, how, where do you do you live at home? Yeah. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Fucking <laughs> dumbass. What? Get a job and move out. I work at Trader Joe's. Get a job and move out. I go to school. Get a job and move out. Why? I went to school and I didn't right, live cool. at my parents' I'll house. Be, I'll be your roommate. Fuck you. <laughs> Do you have a spare bedroom? We will in two months when our roommate moves out. Oh, see, there you go. Hit me up. Hit me up in two months. I got you. I'd, I'd drown you. I'd drown you after the first week. Really? I would straight up just grab you out of your bed and just hold you under the water and say, I'm doing you a favor. Now, we, we'd be ripping, like, the best material of all time nonstop, dude. You know you know how fucking savage I am to you sometimes with these roast jokes? Like, these terrible things I say to you? Imagine someone that says it but doesn't have a smile on her face. That's so That's so much better at ripping people apart than I am. And does it to the point where you question everything about your life. And Is that then, your wife? Yeah. What the, what the fuck? She's fucking brutal. That doesn't sound good. I told her. No, she, I love it. I, I, I love how dark and how dark her humor is. Like when I said the other week that I had a bad. Let me write that down real quick. I had a really bad fucking day at work and I wanted to hang myself. And she's like, is there rope strong enough though? Uh. I was like, Jesus Christ, you're horrible. I fucking love you. What are you going to write? My wife is terrible? Go yeah. ahead. Try it. Go ahead. You can see what I wrote down. My wife writes his jokes. She doesn't write any of my jokes. I don't know. I just got... I got soundbite proof of you just being like, Oh, dude, like... She rips me, something, she, something, she writes all my jokes. She rips me apart with the things that she says. I didn't say she writes my jokes. This, this is how the roast is going to go. You're just like the day before, you're just going to show a picture of me. She'll be like, Oh, he looks like this, this, this. And then those are your three jokes you're going to use. I would never say the things that she said about you. You should wait. What? That she's already said. So what's up? What's the next subject? <laughs> um, what's your biggest like pet peeve in marriage, comedy, anything? Like biggest pet peeve? Like when you see it out in public, you're like, what the fuck? I don't know if it's a pet peeve. I mean, I sometimes when I do comedy, I don't like seeing people that over overhype themselves about doing about what they're doing like if i see an open micer that goes an open mic and then afterwards on facebook they're like oh my god just destroyed that stage that's just i made that stage uh, my bitch yeah i'm yeah, like yeah. i i i was taught when i first started someone told me set me down they're like if you have to do that you didn't let the people let people say that to you don't yeah. post about how good you are post about how much fun you had and then other people will say it for you. And if they didn't, you didn't do as well as you think. So I've, I've never, I've never said on my Facebook that I, I ripped a stage apart. I destroyed it, just because I wanted to. You know, will you look on my Facebook right now? Uh, I have a few screenshots. Let's oh. see. Oh, this is funny as fuck. I'm what? gonna post this whenever we drop the official. What? <laughs> 
So it's not about me saying I did good on stage. It's me, a picture of me on the top and on the bottom. It looks like Patrick got his head knocked in with a with the bowling pin. Oh, okay. You even got the eyes, dude. My eyes are his eyes are closed in that though. But the like, it's like that, and then now, all right, uh, next one, next one. Are these the ones that you've made yourself? Yeah, I made that myself. Oh, that's cute. July's gonna be a lot easier I than don't I thought. Know. I screenshotted this one because you just you just looked like you're having a good time. It's my headshot. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. You you're using like the same headshot from like three years ago, bro. Yeah. Get an updated one. Fuck that. It's like three hundred dollars for a fucking headshot. Well, I'm getting actually. What I'm getting. About? I did mine on my phone, bro. Well, that's cool. Here. Is it are all those headshots? Are you? I'll fucking stab you in the heart if I could. I'll stab you. What? Fucking, you don't want? Don't take my fucking picture, I'll, you piece of shit person. I'll drown you in your sleep. Is that not a hundred percent better than your fucking current one? That's actually not a bad one. Yeah, send that to me. I might use that. Yeah, one. I'll send that to you. That's actually pretty good. Um, all right, there we go. Actually, I'm getting new ones next week. Uh, Tuesday, uh, next Tuesday. I'm going to go to the uh, Flat Factory to stand in line and do their mic. You're not. No, I am. I'm going to. I'm I've go- heard trash. Like it's, You only get two minutes, and it's clean. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you are You are kind of a clean. You're like a way cleaner com- comic than I am. What, what's what's the dark? Like, you use dark jokes, but you're not that dirty. I'm not dirty, but. It's not dark. I mean, dark jokes are not, not clean. You could, That's true. That's clean, true. Clean yeah. is uh, as long as you don't cuss. It's not dirty. It's and you can say it on TV. Oh, I don't know. Like, okay, what about this? Like, uh, you know what word really offends me? What? Gang rape. No, you can't say that on TV. What the fuck is wrong with you? What the? You can't say <laughs> gang rape on TV. <laughs> you can't. Have you ever watched a TV like uh, Big Bang Theory? They're like, man, gang rape, right? It's not. It's not TV clean. Okay, see that's what I'm saying. Like right. you, you have jokes that are TV clean. My yeah, my opener, my opener's TV clean. It's something I can it's say. Fifteen seconds. Yeah, exactly. Write a fifteen-second joke then, and then write four more of them. There you go. Okay, are you are you aware of the? I wrote this one today. Are you aware of the game chess? Okay. Do you know what an L is? Yes. You take an L, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All right. If you were a chess piece, you'd be the horse, the knight, because you only move in L's. What's the... Is that it? That's it, yeah. Wow, that was fucking awful. Was it really? <laughs> What's the joke? That was it. You know, like, I was I was thinking, like, I just wrote it down because it came in my head. I wrote it down. I was like, oh, that'd be kind of funny if I used that, like, in crowd work if some dumbass said something stupid. Like, not as a joke to say, say, but, like, just be like, hey, dude. So you wrote a, a roast, a, a rebuttal to a person in this, the crowd that is technically heckling you, and hopefully they know what chess is. No, hopefully everybody else knows what chess is. Okay, so that those are four four scenarios that you need to go perfectly for that joke to work. No, don't don't do that joke. Hey, all I said I mean, was I you, wrote it down. Okay, you can try that joke, but I mean I'm not gonna try it. I mean you can. I mean every joke. I mean I don't like like ripping people's jokes apart. I mean if it works, works. It works. I have an algorithm. I've said that I did. I have an Excel spreadsheet on my computer that has a ratio of how many times I've told a joke, how many times it's worked, how many times it hasn't worked. If it, if it goes through a ratio that's higher than 10 to 1, it goes into red. If it goes into red, I rewrite the joke. If it doesn't work after that, again, I've, I drop the joke. That's actually a really good idea. Then I write all of my jokes out in a word set document. I make all the revisions. Every, I revise it every other week. 
And if a joke, a new joke doesn't work after the first two weeks of me trying it 10, 15 times, I don't ever use it again. And I drop jokes. I, I used to tell, do a joke about my dad. He's a preacher. And like how he said, he said something funny in church and I overplayed, I amped it up and I overplayed it. So it would get laughs every single time, but sometimes it would get bigger laughs than the other ones. I dropped it completely. I completely dropped all my jokes that I was using before, and then I wrote a whole new 15, and then I just been using that whole new 15 for the last two years. That's fucking dope. I um I don't drop jokes too easily. Like I'll try to I'll change different words around, and then like if I can't change words around to where like I like it or like if it'll hit five ten times, then I'll fucking drop it. But like that's definitely. I was like, telling my buddy that I was like. Take a joke that you really want that hasn't been working as well, and then while you're in that joke, just keep pushing in tags and punchlines that you like, and then which ones stick, put them in there completely, and then do that joke with those tags and punchlines and see if it it gets the reaction you want. If it doesn't, drop the joke. For, for like, it's, um, I tell more, like, like, you know who Anthony Justinick is, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, His jokes, like, they have, like, really nothing to do with each other, like, he'll just say them. And, like, the next one will have nothing to do with anything previous and won't have anything to do with... Yeah. So, so I do that. So, like, in a 10-minute set, I'll fucking... I'll do, like, 16, 17 different jokes. Yeah. Um, keep it short. But my ultimate goal is, while I do that, I want to weave stories in. I'm starting to work more on storytelling. I only have... I have a three-minute story right now that that I use only if the set's longer than eight minutes. It's um, too long. What? Three minutes is too long for a story. Well, it's not just one story. There's I mix other shit into it. Okay, so it's, that's it's fine. A, it's a three-minute bit, not a three-minute story. You could do like a three-minute. Um, you can do it with a tag. Uh, you, um, like my stroke joke is uh, one minute forty-six seconds and it has thirty-two punchlines and tags inside of it. I know. Yeah, I know so how many tags and punchlines it has. It has a ta- has a punchline or a tag every fifteen seconds. So that's the only thing with stories. You got to be. You got to make sure that you have. You have something coming that people are going to laugh at to keep them interested. That's the great thing about one-liners is it's ba-ba, ba-ba. Yeah. But with stories, you have to be ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba-ba, ba-ba-ba-ba. Because no one's going to be, no one's interested in something that you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, you have to realize that people aren't always paying attention or people are signing a check. And then they come in late to the story. They're like, oh, well, I just missed a crucial part. I can't get back in the story. But if they're they're coming back in after a punchline or a tag, they're a lot easier to get back into, especially when you keep pushing this stuff in. Or if you do a callback, callbacks are a lot better or easier too. Like uh, if you, for that story, you start it off at the beginning of your set, have a tag, have a punchline there, and then when you bring the story back, you can use that t- use that callback, and it keeps people interested in the story longer. Yeah, I um. So the main thing about it is it's a story about this Tinder thing that I did. And it's basically it's the story of how I got booked this show on Friday in Oregon. Um, It's this chick. We matched on Tinder. She was a comedian. She hit me up. Uh, She's like, hey, let's hit this open mic and then let's like kick it after. And so my I take the story through my perspective, which is like not really like how I think, but I'd make it seem like I'm just a dumb guy. So it's like a 100 percent chance we're going to fuck. And then throughout the story, different things. I bring up different things, different jokes throughout the story. And each time the odds are 100 percent or 120 percent, something happens, drops down to 50 percent. And then I strike out is like the thing. And then 
the the biggest laugh of the whole story is the part where I talk about how I'm broke and how I'm not gonna have sex again for a while. So I go back to the CVS and I just pause and wait for people to fucking get it. Um, and then I say, and I try to return the condoms and then I tell how I couldn't return the condoms and blah, blah, blah. But the biggest, the biggest laugh in the whole story is the part where I go back and try to return the condoms. Because people are like, what the fuck? Like, didn't think of that. Um, which of course didn't happen. Um, I just took the L. I still have the condoms in my car. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. That's a, that's another thing. So people, you lied. You lied about your stand-up. You mean you didn't really return the condoms? Like I didn't buy my wife. Fucking disrespectful. That's okay. That's an, that's one of the last things I want to bring up on the podcast. Is that do people do people hit you up and like oh like dude is that was that true? Like everybody, they'll, they'll think, all my, everybody thinks it's true. All my stand my stand up is nothing but me telling stories about my life and things that have happened to me in a comedic in a comedic way. Almost everything I say on stage is true, but a lot of it's embellished. If I told people that yeah this 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 happened, they're like oh that's kind of com that's kind of funny. It's kind of humorous the way you think about it. They're not going to be like, oh, my God, so funny. You got to embellish it. I mean, yeah, like my first joke is like my wife, I'm happily married. She's not, but I am. Yeah. And my wife's the most beautiful in the world because that's how I bought her. And it's, <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. But, you know, I didn't really buy her. I met her on Match.com. I had to buy a, had to buy a subscription for the year, and she was the only person I met. So, technically, I bought her for 125 bucks. Wait, wait, what? You didn't say that. You paid 125 bucks. She's the only person you for the year. I met. I know. I was. I was only on there for three weeks, and oh, then okay. the third week I met her, and then I never went back to it. But I had to pay for the year because I messaged her. And if you don't message anybody on Match.com, you get you can return. You can ask for a refund. But the second you match, you you message someone, all bets are off. You can't get a refund. Oh, that's an L. What if she messaged you first? If you reply. If you send a message to somebody, reply, or if you send it first, that's it. You don't get to get a refund. Hey, well, at least you put all your eggs in one basket, and it worked out, so. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to be with her. She's a lot smarter than I am. So smart, she's probably not going to listen to this podcast, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> Let's talk shit on her, then. Fuck no. There's, there's a good... There's, you don't talk shit on your wife. There's a one there's a one billionth chance that she's going to listen to this. And then I'm going to come home from a show. And she's going to have a knife in her hand. And she's going to just be all sweet to me. And then when I get in bed, she's going to be like, Oh, I heard you on that, ga- that podcast. You think you got fucking jokes now, fat fuck? <laughs> Something like that. Oh, f- I fucking love that lady. God. Right. You'll find someone like that one day. Whatever his name is. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. To, to close out this, this is, very, this is actually a really good episode. Thanks for coming down. For yeah. To- happy to. And no one's no one's come to tell us to leave. This yeah. is sh- fucking horrible. We fucking need to make a security. scene. So we get, I feel like they're close. I don't see anybody like that whole. Well, that's a, just- that's a cafeteria. So, yeah, there's no one in there. That makes sense. <laughs> There's still people working in the R&D department. Okay, so. what would happen? What would happen if like some dude snapped and like shot this place up and we got killed? Like, would our families get to sue? Oh, like them? No. You, what the fuck? Not, is, like, what the fuck is out? wrong with you? Jesus Christ! Number one, we're not supposed to be here, so we're not. They're not liable for us because we're not. We're not supposed to be here. We're not on their property legally. We tres- we're trespassing. So we just died for nothing. Yeah. We, <laughs> now we're loitering because we've been here for longer than 15 minutes. That's number one. Number two. Um, number three, why the fuck would you put that in the universe that someone's gonna come shoot up a Western Digital? <laughs> With a f- no, well, there's no fucking things in here. There's nobody. There's nothing here to fucking steal. Number four, I actually, I 
I was at a place called, it's a, is that a, a big, I can't say the name of the place, but it was as big as Google in Wisconsin, and my wife was there uh, training and shit. I was, right after I en- we got engaged in Chicago, I drove up to Wisconsin to surprise her, and then I was just on campus at this place. It's as big as Google, had like a huge campus, and I just, I literally just didn't have anything to do. I was just walking around this big place, and I just walked into people's meetings, and I sat down, and I just pretended like I was supposed to be there, and I listened to like really big, like re- like really important shit they were saying. I just sat in there. I didn't say a damn thing. I took notes, got up halfway through when I didn't want to listen to anything else, and I just left. I just walked into their meeting rooms. I had fucking t-shirt, a t-shirt and shorts on. <laughs> I literally just walked in those rooms, and I was like, yeah, okay. And I got up and I left. What the fuck? Yeah, no one stopped me. No security stopped me. No one said anything to me. I just, I literally just got in there and I left. Got in there, sat in, the, sat in like for like 20 minutes on one meeting, and I just waited for somebody to tell me to leave and ask me who I was. Is no that- one did. That's the most. That's the most nerdy, badass thing I've ever heard. Like you're like, yeah, dude. Like one time I broke into this place and I took notes in a lecture. Like that's. It was like if I went into Google. If I went to Google and I just sat in the middle of like a major meeting and I was just like, yeah. Oh, so that's what you're going to do with your stock prices right now? Cool. I got some insider trading and some shit. I was listening to some some research and development shit in that meeting and they were just like, no one said anything. Uh, like that guy's not gonna do. Like no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit unless unless you're like you're calling attention to yourself. They're just trying to go home. I think it's just definitely trying to go home. Yeah, like I should be getting ready to go yeah. to my show that starts in like an hour. <laughs> to close this episode, I just want to ask you, what's the like, what's the the craziest thing that's like ever happened to you at like a show? It could be anything. Like it could be fucking like a heckler like rushed you or like someone came up to you after the show and said this you've or? seen my set nothing i say is i don't ever insult people in the crowd i don't ever roast people in the crowd i give people three chances to, to stop trying to heckle me and always i always say something bad about myself to get them to laugh so they calm down like if someone's calling me fat i'm like well, i'm doing my best with what i got bud and then they laugh and they stop i was telling a joke and then didn't didn't even address this guy didn't even say anything but this guy got up and started screaming at me at a at a fucking tilted kilt and rancho cucamongo this guy started yelling at me and i was just like okay sorry i didn't i don't know what why you're talking about why you're yelling at me he's like i'll fucking get you i'll fucking kill you i was like okay i don't know why you're saying this to me i was talking about my dad being illiterate i don't know why that has anything to do with you this cuts you deep because your dad might be illiterate i apologize but teach him to read then you're pretty young he's probably pretty young too and then this guy this guy named marcus hog hudgens means big fudge he got up and he was just like you better sit your ass down and they like his friends were like pulling him out of there and then we when the dust settled we realized that since i was a closer they were getting out of their bill <laughs> they they picked his friend up and they took him out of there because they were telling him to get him out of here because they were because he looked like he's going to try to get come at me but they were just trying to get out of a, a bill. Oh, that's fucked. But they got out they 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 stiffed the joint like two hundred sixty bucks. They got like a bunch of food, drinks, all that. But they didn't have to pay because they left as soon as it was over. So the key is to just act crazy. Apparently. <laughs> All right, this has been um, episode 18, Anthony Davis. You can find him at AD Comedy 28, which is just Anthony Davis's name, what he does, and his age. So yeah. next next year. Two years ago it was. Oh, yeah. So next year it's just going to be AD 31. No, I'll be AD 28 for the rest of my fucking life if I can, because uh, uh, I can get fucking parts of movies if I'm younger than 30. No, the, the joke was that the, when you hit 31, the comedy was gone. Ah, uh, uh, go fuck yourself. <laughs>